0: Welcome to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. For free rankings, player values, waiver wire tips, and trade advice, follow him online at DynastyFreaks.com or email DynastyFreaks at gmail.com. Hello and greetings from Austin, Texas. Welcome all of you Dynasty Freaks. Admit it, it's okay. You're addicted to Dynasty, and I am too. My name is Justin Christopher, and I'm a Dynasty Freak. I love the NFL. I watch every game every week. I love drafting, trading, scouting. Managing all of my teams 365 days a year. So do you. So let's talk some Dynasty. Uh, This is our weekly stock report Uh, once a week. I apologize apologize from the start that I'm a little late on the podcast this week and the article. Uh, But once a week, I kind of skim through my rankings, make some updates, move some players up and down, and really refresh those at least once a week. And I like to report on the players that have been rising in my rankings and those actually who've been falling. And so this is our weekly stock report hope that you guys are in the playoffs and the hunt here. I hope that none of you played against Derrick Henry on Thursday night. That was ridiculous. I have one league where I have James Conner, and so I had to uh, can't play him this week, and I don't have Samuels in that, in that, that league. So I was uh, considering putting Henry in there, and uh, now I wish I would have. But really, no one had the guts to do that. It made no sense, and so if you did happen to play against him, I'm sorry, and if you did happen to play him, uh, you're luckier than, than I am. It's been kind of an injury last year, like it feels like there's been a lot less injuries, but it sure has been a bunch of them here coming near the end, particularly to our lead running backs who've maybe carried our teams into the playoffs. I know I've got one team where my starting running backs this week are going to be Jeff Wilson and Justin Jackson <laughs> because of all the injuries I've sustained. So that happens in our leagues, but you got to stay with it and follow the waiver wire and make the moves that can keep you in contention. So let's talk a little bit about some of the guys that I have rising and falling. I didn't have a whole lot of movement this week. In fact, I had very, very little, at least none to discuss as far as the quarterbacks go, but I did have a few on the running backs and wide receivers and then several on the tight ends. So let's start with a stock rising on running backs. Uh, My stock rising this week is uh, Tariq Cohen from Chicago. I moved him all the way up to my running back number 26. Um, Man, he's already the number 12 running back on the year as far as scoring. So he's just head and shoulders ahead of Jordan Howard. Uh, that's not a short joke, by the way, but he is head and shoulders ahead of Jordan Howard. Um, man, Coach Nagy, he just knows how to use explosive players like this, and he's proven it already, and I expect it to continue. Um, I expect him even to get more creative in the ways that they use Cohen. There really is room for guys, these smaller backs like this on our dynasty uh, rosters. I really believe that the NFL is changing, and it's making more and more viable for these smaller backs to have significant roles and be you know, all you know starters every single week. Um, on our team so there are different ways to develop your running backs it's great if you can have kind of that bell cow that's going to be one of those top 10 or so guys that we have right now but these uh, scat backs that are super explosive like this uh, really have made their way into the league and i think it's something that's going to continue so i move moved uh cohen even though he's number 12 on the year as far as scoring i moved him up to my running back number 26. next i moved up these next two are a little bit different cases but i moved up john kelly from the la rams um, I moved him up to a running back number 59. Um, I had him as like a top 20 rookie last year before the NFL draft. I loved watching his tape at Tennessee, uh, incredible uh, pass-catching uh, skills out of the backfield, incredible balance and burst, and I just thought that he was going to be a great back, and everyone that had was high on him, like myself and several other people that I know, and um, were really disappointed when he landed with the Rams because you knew there was no way he was gonna beat out uh, Todd Gurley. And we wanted him to land with a team where he actually have a chance to rise up to become the starter. So moving him up to 59 isn't that uh, big of a move, but I did move him up significantly for a couple reasons. I think that he could be the the valuable handcuff going forward. And you've already seen that what the Rams have done at the end of this year is they've tried to give Gurley a little bit more rest. In these last few games in particular, Malcolm Brown's been getting um, quite a bit more carries as they've been aiming to get Gurley some rest and really making Malcolm Brown a part of the offense. Well, then, of course, Malcolm Brown gets hurt, and he's also in the last year of his contract. I think he might actually be a restricted free agent, so he he will likely go somewhere else, but not necessarily. So really, this back half of the season, now that Brown's out, I think Kelly's going to be that guy. So he's got like a little bit of an audition here, five, six games to show that he can be the handcuff in our in our fantasy terms, but that he can be the backup and the kind of change of pace back when they want to take Gurley out next year. And so, you know, you're always one injury away from him being a starter for an explosive offense. So Kelly um, is someone that I would move up in my rankings up to 59 with the speculation they will have a much more valuable role next year. Third running back that I had stock rising is Jeff Wilson. Um, in fact, I moved him up to running back number 86, but the fact was he wasn't even listed as one of my running backs. He wasn't even in the ranks um, until last week. So he, he looked good in his game that he played with Brita, mysteriously gone. I don't know about you, if I own, own Brita everywhere because he's one of my favorites. Um, you've heard me talk about that before, but last, year, last week was so disappointing. I had him starting in three of my leagues, and he apparently injured his ankle during uh, during warm-ups, and no one tells us. We get no reports about it, and so he hardly plays. And Wilson is the beneficiary, like it is with uh, Shanahan, like he can make a, back, a good back out of anybody. And so he's really, I don't think, a long-term dynasty play, but I had to rank him at least since he's getting some action. His only chances if he can really shine in these last few weeks and prove that he could be in the mix against McKinnon and Breda for next year. I doubt it, um, but we still had to rank him and move him up a little bit. Wide receivers now. Here's some wide receivers that I have moving up in my ranks. Uh, Golden Tate from Philadelphia. I'm moving him up to wide receiver number 38. If you've been following uh, my articles and podcasts, you know that he took a pretty big drop when he first was traded to Philadelphia. But you can see them starting to get him the ball, particularly last week. Um, he was the number one uh, targeted receiver um, and was used a lot more like he was in Detroit. Of course, got his first touchdown. I kind of feel like uh, you are just judging by one week, but I feel like he's acclimated to the offense and is going to be um, a big part of their offense here on out. Um, I really put a lot of uh, faith in, in Doug Peterson, too. I think it may have took him a little bit of time to realize what Tate would best be used as. And so the combination of believing in Peterson um, and then just loving Tate as a, as a player gives me hope that this is going to be a, an upward trend for him. So I moved him back up to 38 with the potential of, of rising higher. The next uh, receiver that I have moving up the ranks is D.D. Westbrook from Jacksonville. I'm moving him up to 43. Uh, it's a modest move up, but I, I've believed all along that he was the best uh, wide receiver there in Jacksonville. He's played, played pretty well, given his circumstances. His circumstances, of course, being a team that really just wants to run the ball more than pass the ball, and that's largely because they have a bad quarterback. So bad things for a wide receiver trying to rise up our fantasy ranks, right, when they have a bad quarterback and a... A scheme that's really fit just to run the ball. So that's prevented him from making the, the big leap, but, but I still really love his uh, skill. Like I put a big um, I put a big uh, reminder for myself or nudge someone up in my uh, rankings if they've been a Bolitnikoff award winner, which of course he was coming out of uh, University of Oklahoma whom I hate as a Texas fan, but setting that aside, I feel like uh, I saw him destroy us in college and I feel like he is the best talent there uh, in Jacksonville. And next year things are going to change. I, I would be willing to bet they're going to have a whole new coaching staff. Be willing to bet that they're going to get a different quarterback, whether a rookie or someone like Teddy Bridgewater to come in. And so those things, in and of themselves, could really give him a greater chance. So he's a guy right now. If uh, someone's probably if most most owners are probably pretty low on him. So he's someone that I actually consider trying to make a trade for and uh, pick up because I think next year he's going to show what kind of a breakout he could be. Third receiver that I have moving up is Antonio Callaway from Cleveland. I moved him up to my wide receiver number 48. Um, He's becoming an active part of the Cleveland offense, uh, which is improving week by week. And he's their only deep threat. He's their speed guy that they have. Um, Incredible couple catches, should have been a touchdown where he got stripped at the one yard line uh, last week. Um, But that even said, you can still see, even when he makes mistakes like that, you can still see uh, the skill that he has and the speed that he has. And it seems like he and Baker Mayfield have a connection. And one of the things you love is when you have a rookie wide receiver connected with a rookie quarterback that's already proven himself. Um, they're going to get a new coach in there next year. Offense could change, but I feel like uh, he has a great chance to, to have a long-term connection with with Mayfield. Uh, he was, of course, you remember, um, kind of downgraded in the draft. He would have been drafted much higher and been a much uh, sought-after prospect, except he had a lot of off-field issues. And he only had one thing pop up during the preseason. If you watched Hard Knocks, you saw a little bit of that play itself out. Uh, but thus far, uh, in the real regular season, he hasn't had anything um, happen uh, off the field. And so it's possible that he's just maturing both as a player um, and as a person and has a real chance at some upside there. Um, I love Callaway's upside. So he's one that's rising in my ranks. We'll have one more receiver that's rising in uh, ranks is Zay Jones from Buffalo. I moved him up to my wide receiver 58. He was at the end of the first round or start of the second round uh, rookie draft pick just two years ago. Uh, but most owners, including myself, after a rough start combined with off-the-field issues that he had with some some pretty crazy videos of him doing stuff and uh, horrible quarterback play. I think the combination of those things made most owners like myself drop him. But it seems like uh, Josh Allen is starting to show some promise there, so maybe they've got the, the quarterback situation beginning to be figured out. Um, and Zay is right there with him. He's made some great plays the last two out of the last three weeks. So sadly, I'm one of the guys that dropped him, and I regret it, and I'm willing to admit it and moved him up the ranks a bit to number 58. Two tight ends I'd like to talk about that are moving up my ranks. Uh, First is Vance McDonald from Pittsburgh. I moved him up to tight end number 14. Um, He's the number 11 tight end on the year already so far, and it looks like he's the long-term starter for the Steelers. It seems like he's kind of pushed out Jesse James. Um, We all know his, uh, his incredible um, athleticism. He's just ridiculously athletic and fast. We saw that crazy run against Tampa Bay on that, uh, I believe it was a Monday night game where he stiff armed a guy down and <laughs> knocked him out for the season. In fact, uh, that's the kind of um, athletic ability, ability that, that McDonald has. He's always been a better receiver than a blocker, um, but it doesn't seem to prevent him from being on the field. He's been playing about 65% of the snaps at Pittsburgh. And I really like his future upside. I think he's going to be their tight end of their future uh, there in Pittsburgh. Next guy that I have moving up in the tight end ranks is Dan Arnold from New Orleans. I moved him up to tight end number 28. Um, he's clearly taken over the tight end one role um, in New Orleans. Uh, he could be moving up my ranks even further and faster in the weeks to come. I really like what I see in both his uh, pass-catching ability, Uh, The ball skills, and what I really love about him is I love that Breeze and Peyton are finding ways to get him the ball. They really seem to be targeting him because they they think that they've found something in him. And if Breeze and Peyton like a guy, then we must like them too, right? Uh, So he's still a little bit back, still kind of a tight end three if he's ranked number 28, but he could easily be moving up uh, depending on how he's used here at the end of the season. Those are all the guys that I have rising. We have a few less people falling, but I thought I'd mention them. Uh, running back that I have falling in my in my rankings, he has Kareem Hunt from Kansas City. Uh, man, you just had to move him down. I moved him down for the time being to running back number 17. No one really knows where to rank him at this point. Um, I'm sure that he'll move up pretty quickly once he signs with a team. Uh, but the fact is, for me, one of the things that made his value so high, I mean, being a top five uh, dynasty running back uh, before this, is I can't think of a better team for him to land, you know, than, than to be with in Kansas City. Like his skills compared with Andy Reid and Alma Mahomes and that offense, that's part of what made him uh, such a value as a top five running back. And so no matter where he lands, I think he's going to get downgraded uh, right away, let alone the missed time that he's going to have, the extra wear, uh, wear, the extra year off, you know, and missing a year of his career matters for our dynasty teams. Um I could see if you're the type of person that just doesn't want to have him on your team that that would be the case too. Um, I wouldn't know exactly what to say as far as trading him. I only own him one in one league, and I'm just going to hold. I don't think he's worth trading. I think I just want to wait and see what happens. But he's got to take a drop, so I moved him for the time being, at least down to 17. I have one receiver that I dropped. That would be Emmanuel Sanders uh, from Denver. I moved him down to wide receiver number 41. This really stinks because I really love him as a player. Uh, but man, when you tear your Achilles injury this late in the season, uh, one that type of injury is just ridiculously tough to come back from. Um, you think about uh, someone like Deontay Foreman from from the Houston Texans running back that still hasn't made still hasn't played this year, and he had his Achilles injury right about the same time last year. And so you could probably su- suspect the same for Sanders. He's also on his last year of his contract there in Denver, so he's going to be a free agent. And so if Deshaun uh, Jackson and Cortland Sutton uh, really prove something as rookies on that team. I'm not sure Denver will, re- will re-sign him. And I think they would be the ones that would be best uh, able to use his skill since they've had him in their system for a while. So hate to move someone down for injury, but it's injury, which also the injury kind of comes with age. And so I looked at my rankings. There's a lot of younger guys um, and more upside, youthful guys that really he's had to fall back down behind. We've got two tight ends that I have dropping in the ranks. Uh, one would be Kyle Rudolph from Minnesota. I moved him uh, down to my tight end number 17. Um, he's just not a focal point of their offense. Uh, touchdowns were what made him valuable the last few years, and he's only caught two touchdowns this year, which is really sad. Um, he's taken a pretty big fall since the season uh, began. I had him as definitely a top 12 and now moved him down to 17, and maybe should move him down even further now that I think think about it. Man, I, I was real hopeful thinking that, that Kirk Cousins – first year in Minnesota, that he would treat Rudolph like he did Jordan Reed in Washington, which would have just been fantastic. But the fact is, it's just not happened, and we have to admit it. He's not targeted enough anymore. The offense is running through Thielen and uh, Diggs and uh, hopefully Cook once he finally uh, gets healthy and the coaches recognize what they have in him. So I think that Rudolph's got to move down out of our tight end ones for sure, if not uh, kind of a back end tight end two at this point. And then finally, uh, the last guy for this podcast that I'll say is moving down would be Greg Olson from Carolina. I moved him down to my to number 29. He has a year left uh, in in his contract, uh, but I don't believe that he'll come back. Um, I think that his interest in the opportunities he has in the media that he's already expressed interest in, uh, combined with the fact that he just always seems to get hurt, are going to leave him to just say that this is it in the last game of his career. Even if he was to come back, he's still got to fall down deep down in the rankings because we know he's not going to be playing very long. I have moved uh, his uh, backup and the rookie, uh, Ian Thomas, uh, far up in the ranks. I think I have him at number 16 and now Greg Olson, number 29. So we've got one guy kind of passing up the old man and handing it off to uh, the rookie there in Carolina. So those are my stock rising and my stock falling. I appreciate you guys listening. As always, feel free to make it a two-way conversation anytime by contacting me at DynastyFreaks.com. I wish you the best of luck in your playoff matchups. Go out there and get them. Until next time, go out there and get freaky. Thanks for listening to the Dynasty Freaks podcast with your host, Justin Christopher. We welcome your thoughts and advice. Let us know what you'd like to hear on the podcast or see on the website to help you dominate your league.